0: There was a debate last night, uh, a presidential debate, and uh, there was one person still missing on the stage, right? Donald Trump won't take part in the Republican debates, and so you had four people going after each other, and only one of them going after the leader in the polls. Now, it it forces you to ask questions about what would happen if that frontrunner won. Clearly, Donald Trump is going to be the nominee of the Republican Party, unless he's sitting in jail somewhere, in which case we still don't know that that'll stop him from being the nominee of the Republican Party. Axios, uh, which is a favorite of Abby's and mine, we get a chance to read it and kind of look at it. They've got an article saying, behind the curtain, exclusive, how Trump would build his loyalty first uh, cabinet. Now, one of the individuals from Axios is good enough to give us uh, her time. Sophia Tsai is our guest. Uh, Sophia, good to have you on News and Views. Thank you. Of course. Tell, tell people what prompted this article. Why did you write it? Why did Axios write it?
1: Yeah, so we've been doing a series of stories that uh, really show how Trump allies have been preparing for a second uh, Trump term by filling rosters uh, and lists of people, collecting applications, testing their ideology for um, you know loyalty to this. America first ideology. Um, and of course, what follows uh, these, you know, diplomatic, uh, these uh, these politically appointed um, folks is, is who Trump would surround himself with for the most powerful jobs in Washington, including vice president, including those cabinet members. And so that's what this article addresses.
0: Well, you go through and there's some names that jump out at me in here that I hadn't considered. I mean, obviously, everybody knows about the the Huckabee Sanders the Kerry lakes of the world the the you know the Christy gnomes of the world all people who position to be that running mate but uh JD Vance I mean that that's a name I hadn't heard of and and uh, would he really consider some of these in- individuals I mean would he pick a Marjorie Taylor green so uh
1: MCG, um not necessarily in the top short list right now but J.D. Vance is a very, very close uh, Trump ally. Um, and I asked J.D. on stage a couple months ago if he would serve, for instance, as VP, and he said that he would serve in any capacity that's asked. Right now, Senator Vance is a um, very staunch uh, supporter of all of the legislation and um, executive orders that Trump has proposed. So he's been laying the groundwork in the Senate. I think it is very important for Trump to have that um Senate ally, you know, at the same time, I think, you know, J.D., he is he is a real Trump circuit um, and someone who chats with the president on a regular basis. Uh, and so, yeah, don't be surprised that J.D. is on the uh, shortlist for Trump's VP pick.
0: What about you, know, you have listed in here Carrie Lake? She's running for the United States Senate in Arizona. Uh, would she suspend that campaign? Is she? Is this just a, hey, I just won, but I don't want the job? I mean, how does she deal with something like that?
1: I mean, she's been on the trail. Uh, another Trump MAGA surrogate. She is obviously another election denier. That has been, um, you know, almost one of the criteria for being taken seriously uh, by Trump himself personally. Um, And and so, you know, I think that no one would say no um, to a job like that. Of course, she has her own ambitions right now, and and she's running again um, for the Senate.
0: But you look at it uh, purely from a political standpoint, and and Carrie Lake and Arizona bring something to the table. Winning Arizona is one of the keys for Donald Trump. Uh, Christy Nome, South Dakota, he's going to win South Dakota. There's no question about that. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, he's going to win, you know, Arkansas. So there's no question about that. Is that weighing in on his decision making? What, where the individuals from, and how that could help in the Electoral College?
1: I think some, but I think you know, Trump is someone who likes personality and he likes loyalty, and I think those two things um, are by far more important uh, than than you know, geographics. I think they're also looking at someone like uh Byron Donald uh, member from Florida. And and the, the two of them will have uh, the issue with being from the same state, which um, one of them would have to change their residency. And I think that's been something that has been discussed, I've been told, in terms of getting around that. So, you know, by a large, geography is important um, politically, but it's not
0: the most important thing. Sophia size our guest from Axios. Uh, one of the lists or the individuals on this list is Tucker Carlson. Um, you know, a man that got that got fired at Fox News. But I know they're good friends. I, I realize that. But he's got a big personality. I mean, Mike Pence didn't have a big personality. I mean, the, the president, it seems to me, when he's in a room, he doesn't want Anybody else with a big personality? I mean, do the, is Tucker Carlson really being considered?
1: Yeah, so Tucker Carlson is very close with Trump. Um, I think Trump doesn't look, they picked Mike Pence last time. Mike Pence was, uh, you know, he's very serious, um, very religious, someone who did balance out Trump. And there is still that school of thought that, you know, maybe Trump uh, needs uh, someone who is more serious, a little bit more mainstream. But, you know, Trump does as Trump likes. And I think um, one of the things that his current team, the people uh, in his closeness circles, his advisors, they've learned is that um, they, they will kind of trust Trump's political instincts. Um, and so uh, Trump uh, recently, he was asked last month about Tr- uh, Carlson as a potential VP pick. And he said, I like Tucker a lot. Um, he's got great common sense. Um, and so you can tell that, that that's a sign that Tucker um, Carlson is in in the running.
0: You take someone like Steve Bannon. Uh, Steve Bannon hasn't always been popular with Trump. He hasn't. I know he's done the mea culpa, I'll come back, I'll do what you want to do. D- there's talk in this article about him playing a major role in this administration should Donald Trump win.
1: I mean, look, Steve Bannon is a real purist. He's, he's a real—he's um, really ideologically aligned, and he never really left the Trump circle. I mean, he does this um, Bannon podcast right now that a lot of really close Trump allies um, will go on. I'm pretty sure that Don Jr. has been on there countless times. Um, and so, you know, I mean, Steve Bannon never really left uh, the inner Trump, Trump thank them, if you will.
0: Okay. Well, it, it's interesting. The one theme in here that, that I think you're right on, uh, under the premise of the article is that you got to be blindly loyal. I mean, you, you have to, no matter what you, you have to be loyal to the man. And, um, it, every one of these individuals fit that criteria that if he says jump, they're willing to jump. And it seems to me that that, that is part of, um, uh, of what this article is about. Sophia.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the other piece of reporting, some of which is not in there, is that they know who they don't want back. They don't want uh, former General Bill Barr. They don't want uh, Rick Perry, um, who led the Energy Department. You know, they, 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 they are folks that um, that Trump had appointed last term um, that, that they know are too mainstream. And so, you know, I think the witness test uh, is a little bit different a little bit more extreme, Um, and, you know, that has real ramifications uh, for the country um, if Trump were elected again.
0: Well, you can find all of this work at Axios. It's easy to access, and it's something we certainly enjoy being able to take in. Sophia, thank you. Thank you for your time today. Of course. you enjoyed it.